It's Friday. Any flooding over there in California? I see like people. Oh man! You, uh, those yes, rubber rafts. <laughs> uh yeah there was definitely flooding um i saw flooding on the street but not to not what i you know what was on the news like yeah up to the you know up above your door kind yeah. of flooding but there was definitely some major uh flooding and i saw like pretty bad accident um not happened but there was a truck overturned Wow. I guess the, guy, the guys with like the big tires think that they don't realize they're flotation devices. <laughs> yeah, that they're going to hydroplane when they hit the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everybody. I saw a truck that was overturned. Hopefully that person's okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's definitely flooding. We're supposed wow. to get more rain. I think that's what everybody's I can't believe how much rain. Like, it never, never rained there before. Well, the one time, I mean, the time you're here, yeah. that was a lot. That was, you saw some street flooding. That was... Yeah. That's why I haven't been back. I'm like, I don't want to go there if it's raining. Um, so yeah, so I, I took I took the Rivian on a trip to Vermont last weekend. It went pretty good. Um, I didn't kill the battery. Um, I, and I was able to charge a Tesla supercharger. Oh, that's you know exciting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is for me because like it, it no, they I just know, work. There's not that many that have the magic dock right now, but there's one in Connecticut, the first one that opened in Connecticut. Um, and I was able to And that's Rivian's, it. right? Um, it'll work with any car, any vehicle. No, I thought, okay, what I learned yesterday is you told me that Rivian has their own charging stations. Well, Rivian does. They have their own, it's called the Adventure Network, and they have their, they, their own network of chargers like the Tesla superchargers. But yeah. there's not as many. I mean, there's there there's there are they're throughout Michigan. They're starting to move them. They're gonna have two in the Northeast, like opening within the next month or so. So there's gonna be one in Vermont and one in Massachusetts that I could have used, but they're not open yet. So yeah. I had to rely on the Tesla supercharger that has the magic dock that'll work with any vehicle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So so I it's on the Connecticut border, so it isn't really that far. So I had to book it over there and charge as much as I could because of being in Vermont for a couple days with no no way to plug in. Um, so there's no way to plug in in Vermont? Is that well, what you're saying? Yeah, there is. There is, but not at the hotel. There was no no oh. no charge at the hotel. So you know, you gotta have no, you gotta get up there with enough power to drive around for a couple days. Um, yeah. Or you know, without having to go to a charger. So then um, I visited a little charger on the way back that was in Vermont. Um, just to top off and, and it worked, worked out well. I was like, you know, I was just looking at it, but it's not, it's not, um, a great situation. It's not like a lot of big, uh, Electrify America installations or anything like that in Northern New England. So you got to kind of, kind of like piecemeal chargers, you know, you got to like make sure they're going to work fun. when you get there. Yeah. It, it's a, it's an adventure, you know, you know, yeah. with Tesla's too easy, they're everywhere. So <laughs> but, yeah, like. I like that. But it worked out well. It worked out well. So, um, all right. So one thing we want to talk about this week, a new feature that the Ingenious Cloud uh, finally has is um, the ability to select which channels it's going to use for auto-channeling, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it gives you the – yeah, It's we'll just keep it simple. On 2.4 gigahertz, you know, you always want to scan through if you're scanning, you want to scan through one, six, and eleven. You don't want to scan off th through all of them. So right. it, this this feature gives the opportunity to scan the, just one, six, and eleven. 
You can also just choose a particular channel and it will stay on that channel as well, just so you're basically doing channelization through it too. But you have the choice. You can do you can choose channels to scan through or you can uh, choose a specific channel. So yeah, so if you have a device out there that um, that you know is going to be on um, a certain channel, you, you know it's going to be like a, an access point from another vendor that's on a certain channel, um, you can avoid that channel altogether. Um, right, so you can select it. I'll put up a picture of what it looks like. Um, so you can see on the five gigahertz that like uh, what channels are available now. The DFS channels are all grayed out because it's going to use those, um, you know, depending on how the scan goes, right? So yeah, so you can basically tell it to use or avoid the non-DFS channels. Um, lock it to one, you know, with eighty. 80 megahertz, you only have two channels at 5.8, um, and then you know the corresponding at 40 and 20. So you can select those. Oh, that's money right there. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk <laughs> to them later. Um, so you can select what cha what channels to use or avoid now. Um, and but you can that's for auto channeling only. Um, you can manually select channels too. Yeah, like of course. If, yeah, you have that option. So when you're when you're set up in auto channel. Um, that's when you can utilize change, you know, choosing your channel to scan through. Otherwise, if you're not an auto channel, you choose a particular channel, then you're you're totally fine. And you can do it on the yeah. general tab there, where let's say every single, let's if you locked it down to one channel, I think it makes you use two though, doesn't it? Um, no, what do you it's mean? one. You can do one channel. So if you locked down to one channel, every single AP is going to be on that channel, which isn't that's right. Isn't desirable, <laughs> really. I mean, it, it doesn't cause interference don't be interference co-channel but you're going to lose throughput on every ap if they're on the same channel um that's that's right yeah so so then you can also drill down into the access point menu and manually choose a channel for that access point there yeah so just to make sure yeah we're clear so the the setting we're talking about is in the global settings yes. right which is applied to like all the access points and then you can go into the individual access points and then fine tune that particular access point with like channel, channel width, minimum bit rate, transmit power, yep. client limit, all the all these uh, items, right? So yeah, um, there, you can do that specifically on the um, the AP itself. And and you can apply just certain SSIDs to the AP also. So you can be like yep. you could have three SSIDs and. In one access point, let's say the access point in the garage in the garage only has that SSID, right? But it also carries the other SSIDs, um, so right? You, so you can drill down and make those kind of changes too. Um, but this is just basically on auto channeling, and um, one other thing on auto channeling, like if you do have the the access points that have the scanning radio, you can do zero weight DFS too. I, I was looking at that. Um, that's been there. Yeah, yeah. You can utilize like the ECW two twenty S and the yes. ECW two thirty S. Actually, I run the two thirty S at my house, and I can, you know, they also have a spectrum analyzer on there. I, I typically I'll use that um, just to see interfering channels. But um, but yeah, yeah. You can turn on um, zero weight. Yeah, zero um, weight DFS. So that means that. You know, a normal AP would have to go offline, scan the DFS channel, right, and, and make sure there's no no like traffic Radar. on the channel, right? Yeah. yeah. 
And yep. then, it, so we'd have to bring the radio offline, scan that channel, then jump onto the channel, right? Um, with the zero weight, it uses a scanning radio to, to, to check those DFS channels ahead of time. Yep. So. Yeah, and I, I, I have a police department, like, real close to my house, so yeah. I, have, I haven't really had any issues, so. Yeah, that, so that's another reason to use the S versions, the 230S and the 220S. Like, if you do have um, some sort of, like, police, military installation near you, um, those S versions are going to be helpful. Yeah. Because you can yeah, see. Yeah, just, that's, you bring up a really good point because we, I just ran into that maybe three or four weeks ago where they were, customer called and they called about roaming. There was a problem with roaming or there was a problem with like disconnections. Yeah. And so, you know, investigating into that, it, it, it was actually, um, radar. Detection. It was radar. Okay, so but they only had they only had the they had the two twenty I think deployed or maybe the two thirty. They didn't have the two thirty s. But we can still you know obviously we can still detect that disruption. So we had to make sure that they were not on DFS in that particular case. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see in the log that it was like it was basically change, channel change was requested or whatever, right? From the yeah, and it it, it will call out radar. It call out radar. So. So yeah, if you're in one of those situations, definitely look at those those S versions that have the scanning radio. Um, it's gonna make it a lot better because um, as you see on the channels here, on five five point eight, like there's a lot of DFS channels that can be utilized. Um, but if you have like uh, you know radar or, or some something like that going on, on one of these channels, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a bad situation and keep getting knocked off. Um, That's right. All right. Anything else uh, new this week you want to talk about? I don't think so. That's it. All right. Let's get to selling some stuff today. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, ask them in the comments, and we'll be back next week with another 